0: Austin. And we're a married
1: couple, and we are here to lovingly snark on Hallmark's countdown to Christmas lineup for the 2021 season.
0: And we are here on Halloween weekend celebrating Christmas. Happy Halloween, Miss. <laughs> Happy Halloween, Miss. So this night, um, we know that tonight is the only movie that we're really going to be able to wholeheartedly watch. So we've decided we, we are a going... trunk or treat on Friday, yeah. and then
1: tomorrow
0: we actually do proper trick or treating. Right. So. You know, between all of those things, you know, we, we we're we going to watch Coyote Creek Christmas. That's that's it. So the movie for tonight is Coyote Creek Christmas, Coyote Creek Christmas. And I'm going to give us a little bit of a blurb for this one. Yeah, this one seems like the most bland title of the season. So this really could be about anything. And I just spoiler alert. It's
1: definitely not the Christmas version of Coyote Ugly.
0: We are very disappointed.
1: All right, so here's our blurb. An event planner discovers Christmas magic with a charming father-son duo while throwing a themed Christmas party at her family's inn.
0: So, it's an inn movie, which, you know, I love. We we are, that's always a favorite genre of ours, the in-movie. And it has two actors we actually like. We like Ryan Pavey and we do like Janelle Parish. We had
1: two movies from last year that were in our tops.
0: Yeah. She was in Holly and Ivy and he was in... A Timeless Christmas? Timeless Christmas, yes. The time travel one. Yeah. So I don't have
1: high expectations for tonight's movie, but I'm hopeful because there are two
0: actors we like that
1: Mm -hmm. maybe
0: some of the generic hallmark that's going to be
1: present in it wins us over.
0: Could be a good movie for predictions, because if we just make generic predictions of things that tend to happen, <laughs> then maybe we'll be right. So I'll start us off with our predictions, because we did struggle with this one a little bit. Generic ones? Let's but, do it. Right. We know the genre or the the trope of the in movie, and I think the in will need to be saved, because you can't have an in without it having some sort of crisis. That's our conflict, and we need to save it. I think
1: because we have a father-son duo that the meet cute that they're going to end up having uh, is going to be because uh, Ryan Pavey's character needs uh, a mommy for his son.
0: Are you my new mommy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, i like, that. on the
1: hunt for a mother figure.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that because it's an in-movie and the in-movies that we've seen, there is a an in-kitchen and there's usually some baking, but I'm going to put it out there that there's going to be two baking montages in this film. Whoa. Yeah. Not just one, because I could almost guarantee there will be one, but two. Double the bakes. Okay. Um,
1: I'm going to stick with my kid trend here. I think that whatever our fake conflict is going to be will be resolved because the kid gives some advice to his dad, like, you're making a fool of yourself, dad, <laughs> or... She the wise was so nice. Yeah, like the wise child thing. Yeah.
0: Um. So there will be a tree lighting ceremony of some sort in this movie. The, the thought is always, is it going to be in the town or is it going to be at the inn? Or or like know? at the marketplace in front of the inn, but for the town. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like the three places we've seen them. Um. I think this one will be at the inn itself. And there will be a tree lighting ceremony at the inn that's part of their festivities. Love it. Okay.
1: Final prediction. There are going to be no coyotes in this movie. I
0: uh, You know, I'm with you on that one because it's called Coyote Creek, but I can't imagine how we're going to work a coyote. I may eat these words later because watch this movie be all about coyotes, but I can't imagine them working a coyote into this. It, they're not a festive creature. I mean, would it, it would be like Dances with Wolves or mm-hmm. something like
1: <laughs> where there's just like a little lone coyote, mm-hmm, yeah, little two socks Carols running along. with coyotes. <laughs> I'm going to be sad if there's no coyote, but I just don't think
0: we're going to get it. We might eat those words later. But yeah, I agree. So let's find out. All right. Pop the jingle. I've got the joy. Pop the joy. (laughs) (laughs) Pop the popcorn. Um, We're going to buckle down and watch this one sandwiched between our two Halloween evenings. And we'll report back (laughs) on if we were right or not. All right, we are back. And we're back. Feeling festive. Ish. Feeling coyote marmody. We'll get coyote to that.
1: Coyote <laughs> marmody, yes. <laughs> I can't wait for alternate titles for
0: this movie. <laughs> yeah, so we had a good time with it. Now, during this movie, we were kind of like, oh my God, we have to podcast on this. This is a not a great one. N- none of the None of them have been great so far this weekend because I think Halloween weekend is not a popular time for their heavy hitters i mean you know uh,
1: yeah it's not this one definitely has a lot of snarkability so i think it's it's why we feel confident we've picked the right movie for this weekend
0: yeah we don't know what's coming tomorrow night but we can pretty much guarantee we're not going to have time and we when we really got down and thought about it we said there there are actually lots of jokes and we can't wait to share this one but let's so let's start off yeah with What Happened, here? What is this movie about? So um, this movie is starring Janelle Parrish as Paige Parker and Ryan Pavey as Dylan Bailey, who has a son named Noah. Um, Dylan is a businessman doing business things that involve buying businesses. And <laughs> Paige is not a librarian, though that would be a great name for a librarian. No, she is, in fact, an event planner at a hotel in the city of Denver, I believe. Yes. And so her parents live in the town of Coyote Creek. They own an inn, but they want to retire. They want to go hike, so they're ready to sell the inn to Dylan's company. They were kind of diversify their acquisitions and take on a family inn and then basically um what like like flatten it and turn it into a ski lodge. To like a yeah, fancy resort. <laughs> yeah. Ski Level lodge. It, yeah, turn it into a ski lodge. So, he's going there to check it out. She's going home for Christmas to Experience the holidays at the inn and she and Dylan meet. They start hanging out and falling for each other as they plan an event at the inn or as she plans an event for the inn because her parents have dropped the ball on Christmas this year. And she needs to step in and make Christmas be Christmas by hosting an around-the-world Christmas party. So she's soliciting stories from everybody that is at the inn, that have been going to the inn for years. And she is trying to create the celebration, make it all happen at at the last minute. But she finds out that Ryan slash Dylan is there to buy the inn. She feels betrayed and lied to that her parents would not reveal to her their plans and that they would not necessarily consider her to take over the inn because she is, in fact, an event planner, which would make her a great innkeeper. Um, (laughs) So she, you know, eventually makes amends with them. They have the party. It goes swimmingly. They make up when Dylan comes back and he does decide that he's going to buy the inn and she does decide that she's going to stay there and work at the inn and they kiss and all is well. And there's marmots. The end.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, an important subplot that we're going to get into in a little bit is the Marmot subplot. (laughs) Um, definitely a, a B or C
0: character plot. No, the Marmot was the A character.
1: (laughs) There were marmots Uh, everywhere. So let's start with what predictions came true. And then I think our snarks will fill in the rest of these wonderful, wonderful details, uh, and Marmot events that happened in this movie.
0: Yeah, so for our we we were again really bad with we're not doing well with predictions this year, y'all. You know, honestly, when have we really ever done well with predictions? Right. And and so the first one this inn needs to be saved, it doesn't really need to be saved. It's actually doing quite well. It's a great acquisition. It's profitable. Dylan can't understand why they would want to sell it cuz gee golly, why would people want to retire and not work for the rest of their lives? Um but I think it's more that he doesn't understand why they wouldn't want to pass it down to someone else in their family because it was passed down to them yeah Uh, but it doesn't need to be saved unless you consider that it needs to be saved from being bought
1: well and there's so at first it's like is it going to be saved from being bought but where i might give us a partial point is when dylan's brother who owns this company with him that buys these properties dylan's brother wants to tear it down and build it up from the ground and that is what kind of hurts the the um Whatever it, her name is. It needs is. to be said. Yeah, that's what hurts Page, <laughs> <Paige. laughs> right. Whatever her name is. Um, it hurts page. And so he actually steps in to say, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm actually going to expand it based in. on yeah. what your parents were going to do if they had actually had the energy instead of wanting to travel. Right. So
0: partial yeah. point. And then, you know, the kid needing a mommy, not necessarily, though they did have a mother that just disappeared on them. Um, it was like the, it was weird. Uh, uh, there's more to this. It was just like story. she left, she just left when
1: them. he was four years old. He's, I think he, it, he I literally think she's said,
0: buried in their shed. You know, I, I think <laughs> this is a different but, genre of But story. Ryan
1: Pavey's character literally said, yeah, um, his mom left when he was four. She just realized she wasn't ready to be a mom.
0: Yeah. It's a strange. Which is the darkest
1: thing I've ever heard on a Hallmark Christmas movie.
0: Yeah. And then, um, two baking montages we got a cookie decorating montage but i don't think we got any no we, we were baking bake shop adjacent
1: we were food <laughs> adjacent but none of it full montage the kid didn't give any advice though he did take photos but he, didn't he did take photos and he did support his dad when his dad was leaving saying i've made a big mistake yeah you have i thought mm-hmm. you wanted to go <laughs> yeah. so uh no, no points there
0: And I do want to give myself a half a point for the tree lighting ceremony at the end. It wasn't a ceremony. They had to get a tree because they had forgotten, even though this, we'll get to this in the snarks. I'm going to hold off on that. But they got the tree and they got it. You know, she buys it, puts it in there. They have to light it. And then they do like click on the lights and everybody's like, ooh, because they were helping to decorate. But it wasn't an official ceremony. It wasn't like a planned event.
1: But it was a, it was a legit tree lighting. It was
0: ceremonial in nature. And it happened at the end. So uh, that's why I think it's a half a point, but it, our big point, no coyotes, no coyotes. There was not Had we nary a coyote to be, no, nearly a coyote to be seen or Had we heard. we guess that there'd be marmots though. <laughs> but yeah, we didn't realize <laughs> we would more. so point. many marmots. <laughs>
1: All right. So let's talk about sparks for this movie, Tara.
0: So as I'm looking at my sparks, dear Austin, I think for this one, I've got some baby sparks. do, do, do. baby sparks do too i had a lot of little babies i think i have two main baby sparks that i think are worth sharing and one big daddy mama spark
1: well i think we had two big daddy mama sparks but we shared them so we're each going to take one of them um i had two baby sparks as well so what are yours so my first baby spark was uh, we're learning that Paige loves these Christmas parties that her parents host at the Coyote Creek Christmas Inn. I don't think it has Christmas in the title, but whatever. And she was sharing what the previous parties were. And the year or two prior, it was a Christy Christmas. And one of the characters goes, what is that? And she's like, oh, it's a Agatha Christie murder mystery Christmas totally party. Totally
0: up my alley. I'm there for it. Yes. <laughs> And it's like, how can that be a plot of a future
1: Hallmark Christmas movie? Yes. Yeah.
0: Like, oh, absolutely. You could take on. I mean, you have to have some murder, but, but it would okay. be like
1: if you could do Clue at Christmas. Yes. That would be the best Hallmark Christmas movie ever.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um. Do I'm gonna do my
1: second yes, baby? Do your Smart. second one? Okay. So my second baby spark was Noah, the little boy. One, his hair was like crazy adorable. But two, so he and his dad go traveling together at Christmas they don't really have a home base for Christmas and this year he wanted to go to the Grand Canyon and the reason he wanted to go to the Grand Canyon was so he could shout into the abyss and see how long it takes for his voice to come back and I was just like I want to shout into the abyss too Noah thank you let's do that
0: so festive
1: (laughs) so I just love that like this seven year old I don't know how old he was uh, is just talking about shouting into the abyss
0: yeah, so my two baby sparks were that she drives a Volvo, which I love. I'm a oh, Volvo yeah. You're person. A Volvo girl. And second, that they were talking about some of the events that they normally host at this inn. One of which was a cardathon, which I liked. But the one I liked the most was the or no, this was an idea for a thing to mm-hmm. do, which was Christmas carol <laughs> and I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> I would like to have a Christmas Karaoke party. I think please. I missed this part. <laughs> it was amazing.
1: I don't know that we would be any good, but we would have That's so much jingle and joy flowing. No right. one would care. Right. I love it. All right. Christmas
0: Karaoke. Okay. So I'm gonna lead us into the big sparks. though. there were two main sparks in this movie, and it's it's impossible. There's multiple angles to each of these. So I'm going to segue in by talking about a character named Quinn, who we did not mention in the rundown, but she is the best friend of Paige. She's beautiful. I love this actress. She's very Mm -hmm. shy, very awkward. I think she works at the inn, but she is a grad student um, and she is going to grad school and she is you know, working at the inn, volunteering at the library. She was, she was one of the characters I identified the most with, I I can think. see that. I was like, oh, that's Tara on the screen. Yes. With longer hair. With longer hair. I mean, she definitely has better hair than I have. Like, she's definitely got better style than I have. But the the overall thing. And then she is crushing hard on the musician lady. Because, guys... We have lesbians. It's a lesbian <laughs> romance. Yes. And they were... Because that's the soundtrack for that. <laughs> they were the cutest couple in this whole movie. They really were. They, they had more chemistry. They had the most chemistry in this whole movie. They needed their own whole movie.
1: I don't remember what the musician's name was. She did have a name. Mia. Mia. Mia I wrote it down. <laughs> um. So Mia was this like guitar singing, kind of artsy... Tall. But my God, some of the camera angles made her look like a giant. Um, But I'm going to stick with the Sparks. I really, I appreciated them having so much focus in terms of the romantic connection.
0: You saw it from sort of the like eyes meeting on the street, like, oh, hey, how are you? To, like, the longing when she's staring at her, the awkward interactions, the awkward flirting, the date asking, and then the snuggle. And
1: the snuggle while, like,
0: playing a guitar.
1: I mean, it was so, and it was honestly the most well-developed love story of the whole movie. hmm
0: But um, our friends over at Bad Xmas Bingo, Bad Christmas Bingo, um, they have... Ent- ex- entered a challenge into the Twitter sphere Oh yes, that whoever gets the first picture of a gay kiss from Hallmark, because we still don't believe that that is ever going to happen. <laughs> um, whoever sends it to them first gets, I think, a free copy a free of game. their game. So yeah. um, we'll be on the lookout for that. It did not happen in this movie. There was definitely there was a handhold. Hand there was a little like interlaced and bench finger cuddle. and a bench cuddle. So, you know, that's that's at least something. But Uh, No, no kissy, kissy. It was definitely
1: lesbianism of the 90s on TV.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's two feminine, attractive women, you know, but I loved that romance and I would have watched that movie if that was an option. All
1: right. So I think if you've been listening so far, you've probably heard us talk about what this next spark is, which is Marmots. So my favorite character in this whole movie is Charlotte the Marmot. (laughs) And um, they have this great little story about the founder of Coyote Creek came in and uh, he scared away all the coyotes. And so as a thank you gift, marmots would bring him little presents on his porch uh, during the winter. And that became a town tradition to like leave gifts for your neighbor. And then another town tradition was this ugly marmot statue that's probably like three three feet high. And she's hidden around town, and when you find her, you have to put a new Christmas clothing item on her and re-hide her. So by the end of the Christmas season, yeah, you know, she's fully decked out. And it was just such a cute story. I I hope that we get to see more of that. Like, um, I think you talked about this uh, after we watched the movie of like Christmas and Evergreen. How there's just this like thread that connects the town
0: together. And Charlotte, the marmot, marmots could be that thread. I mean they have the she, they were talking in the movie about the town pavilion and um that you know that's built on the ha- the land where the guy's house was where this all happened in the town lore and I do think there's no christmas in evergreen movie this year I think that Coyote Creek has the potential to be a new evergreen type town where you have different love stories happening and you can focus on different people in different See different years and then charlotte can be that and charlotte that could be yep yeah, yep yeah, i don't know uh, that's just a that's a hope it's really just because i want to see marmots again i, I the, the marmot thing took me by surprise it was a little weird in a movie that was called <laughs> coyote creek christmas and it had such a focus on marmots i was like why because they panned to the the storefront and you see all these shirts and i'm like why are there beavers on all the shirts <laughs> isn't it a coyote town and then we learned it's a marmot and that's the mascot of the town it's the mascot of the town now one thing i did look up because i was like um are
1: marmots a winter animal they are not in fact they are not a festive holiday creature they're not not only are they not a charlotte's
0: a festive holiday creature but they they are not seen in the winter oh they like hibernate they hibernate in the winter (laughs) merry christmas (laughs) so there's that. I do need a marmot to bring me a 12 ounce nugget of gold though. Oh, that's right. Because that was like one brought. of the things he brought was
1: a, or she brought was a 12 ounce nugget of gold. Now, apparently none of the neighbors have been that generous, but they still s- drop little gifts.
0: Hey, marmot, 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 marmot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So let's move into our favorite part of the podcast, which is the snarks.
0: Snarks, 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 snarks. Snarky, snark, snark, <laughs> snark, snark, snark. snark. I had a lot. I don't know about you, but whenever we're taking notes on these, I have like a little tiny box for my sparks. Usually, because I think about those at the end. Um, but then I have an entire massive page with where the writing gets smaller and smaller and smaller as <laughs> I write. Of like, yeah. what the what? Why? 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 So I, it, this one started out early, though. I mean, yeah. We when when she arrives at her parents' house, my very first start or the end. My very first snark is that the parents, the whole thing hinges on, like, they have not done Christmas this year and she's disappointed. She has these big expectations for Christmas and they're like, yeah, Christmas is going to be really understated this year. And and Janelle Parrish's <laughs> character is like, oh man, I'm going to have to come in and she's planning the party to help out. She's buying the tree. But gosh darn it, if that in is not, like, if that's understated, I don't know what overstated it would be. It is decked out. The only thing it's missing is the tree. And also like, why would that be the only thing you would forget? They had the garland up, they had the lights up, they had all the like Christmas trimmings up, but just no tree. And they were saying that they really forgot Christmas and that they weren't doing it was understated. Yeah,
1: it it was an odd I mean it was hilarious because Hallmark has to establish that it's Christmas by decorating. And so when a parent says we're not gonna we're gonna have a very understated Hallmark's Christmas decorations for- are vomit Christmas. So <laughs> they forgot it's-
0: the cabinet wreaths. <laughs> oh, we just there really were no bows on the, 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 the refrigerator
1: in the kitchen. I left
0: the bow off the faucet. <laughs> 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 I didn't hang anything on the all of the arms of the chandelier. <laughs> you know, it's like okay. I didn't have the bed garland out this year. <laughs> oh, so I forgot my bed garland. <laughs> so yeah, it was that. Yeah, that's their idea of understated. So,
1: piggybacking off of your snark, I just need to talk about the parents as a snark in general, and this is more like story snark mm-hmm. than anything. Because I actually really liked the representation of the parents. I liked the actors, but these parents have decided to sell this family business that they inherited from their someone. Right. Inherited well, from I think
0: they said it had gone down many generations. Right. So it's a multi generational
1: successful business. And they didn't offer it to their daughter or even talk to their daughter about her interest in it or what she wants to do. They just assumed she was living a happy life in Denver. They made a sale without telling her and they weren't even going to tell her it was her last Christmas at the mm-hmm. end. was very strange. And then when Ryan Paby's character gets there and is like, "Uh, you guys might want to check in with her. They're like, OK, we'll tell her tomorrow. And then they just didn't.
0: <laughs> they tried. And they're like... Yeah, she, she, and she got mad at them about it. She's like, You really needed to have just said it. But yeah, she, why would she not, especially with it being a family business, at least want to be offered to turn it down? It just, do these people not talk to each other, which is a really common trope in these movies when they need to have a conflict happen and they don't really know how to make a conflict happen that's like a PG solvable like not too stressful conflict it's just people not communicating and it's like oh there's not actually a conflict we just didn't talk to each other okay that's not like a real way that people would handle
1: things and like something else that was interesting so and it kind of comes up as they're preparing for the big christmas party which is christmas traditions from around the world which we'll get to (laughs) um and the staff are like, not only are you selling it and I don't know what I'm going to do with my life because I've worked here my whole life. I also am not represented in your Christmas party. And so not only like, oh yeah, <laughs> so it's like the parents not even inform the staff, like they didn't negotiate in the deal that they could keep their jobs. They just said, oh, this is your last Christmas. You have one month's notice. Good luck.
0: Yeah, But <laughs> like, but on the flip side, like nobody seemed to understand why these parents would want to retire that like, that they would want to not just run in, in for the rest of their lives. They're like it's so successful. Why would you get out of it? Or why would you retire? They're so mad at them. But these parents feel like they just are on their like second honeymoon or whatever. Oh, yeah. They're like, Giving googly eyes. They're like, I did say they're going hiking. I think they're going to get naked under a waterfall somewhere. Like Like, some moon goddess (laughs) dance out under the
1: stars. It's definitely
0: that kind of vibe of just like, we're free, we're retired. I don't want to run this in anymore. (laughs) So um, I get why they would want to retire. And, you know, nobody else does. One of my favorite
1: lines of this movie is said by Paige's dad. And I think it belongs in the snark category Mm -hmm. because he literally says, all work and no play makes Jack a lifeless cog in the capitalist machine to Dylan about working too hard over the holidays.
0: Right. Just like w- what a hallmark phrase. Yay, What a festive <laughs> idea. And I was sitting over there like my little like my little feelers were going up like, yes, let's talk about the Marxist angle on the Christmas <laughs> on Christmas. Like, where's that movie? I would watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was just like, OK, so we're alluding to The Shining because it's the weekend
0: of Halloween. Like, what? why are we talking about this? Is that the Jack you're getting at? The, well, well I'll, I'll work in a no play makes Jack a dull boy. I got stuck on the cog in the capitalist
1: machine. Part. Yeah, and I love that. Like, we always have like a capitalist, like anti-capitalistic nature in Hallmark. Yet Hallmark is capitalist.
0: Right. It's a major corporation. And so they're selling us 41 Christmas movies every with year. With ornaments
1: to boot, you know, it's.
0: And and greeting cards and their whole they line of everything. They want to make Christmas not be about the capitalist part, but it absolutely is because you yeah. can't can't get all that garland without b- being Crown Media. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I thought that was like, yes, more of that. Let's explore that angle. And then we didn't. We just went no, on and on, on about marmot. Just so died right there. <laughs> okay. So the main Thing happening in this movie is this party. Well, the main thing happening for me was the lesbian romance, but I think the movie <laughs> wanted the main thing to be this party that they're hosting. So Austin has a snark about it, but I want to lead us in by talking about the vision board. Oh my god! She makes. So she gathers the whole family. It, well, all, the family, the chef, and the 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 people that work at the, the inn Coyote and her Creek friend family. Yeah, they're <laughs> all in the living room of this inn, which, by the way, the same inn that we saw in like six movies last year. Yep. But she's got this vision board and it's on like like one of those giant chalkboard type things that you would like flip over that could be a chalkboard on the other side too it's like a like that kind of board and she has drawn the vision for the party right this is a a professional event planner she's going for senior event planner at her work or whatever and this was the vaguest vision board I've ever seen. There were no <laughs> concrete ideas, and it was like, why did you even go through all of this? You either need to have a vision board that's very specific. This is the color palette. These are the napkin holders, or you. I don't I mean, like. This was just like vague why, why did was, she make it what was the purpose and
1: and you may not if you watch this movie you may not have noticed it oh we stopped in zoom but, and zoomed. but we, we we have the habit once we uh found that crazy conspiracy theory from last year's yeah. Can, candace cameron beret movie we were like we have to look at everything that's on the boards now
0: yeah we love what prop, are we gonna find love the props department at hallmark yeah kudos to y'all because We are very much admiring your work. Yes. Closely examining your work. (laughs) That's probably the best way to phrase that. So here's one pause.
1: We're zoomed in and here's what we find. Yeah,
0: Here's what's on this vision board. Okay. So it's got pictures and then it's got writing, like pointing to the pictures. This is what we're going to have at this party. All right. Professional party planner. She would like this party to have mugs, tasty treats, music and lighting, rich color. And then very important. We need to inject whimsy that's what's on the vision board i just
1: love mugs, mugs. and eject whimsy mugs. as my party i someone who has to deal with events that's definitely how we work right. through events um, i would
0: really like this party to have lighting i would like there to be some <laughs> sort of and lighting.
1: some sort of food i'd that like people to be great. able to
0: see each other and i not just food austin tasty tasty food <laughs> I want it to be Thank God, because food that I was, tastes good. I was going to pick really terrible <laughs> I food. I wanted to have <laughs> snails and spider legs like we tell our children we're going to have for dinner sometimes. Ah, <laughs> uh, joke food. No, that would be a Halloween party. Um. So let's
1: talk about this party more intensely. Oh,
0: yes. I love this party. Okay. So we have this theme of Christmas across the world. Which they came up by committee with their vision board. So good job on
1: them. And... She researches all of this stuff and then the chef is like, hey, you're offering a Christmas around the world for our guests that are from around the world, but how about you actually check in to see what parts of the world they're from and what traditions matter to them? She's like, okay. So all the research she's done kicks it out and then she starts meeting with people. And some of my favorite Christmas traditions uh, that were brought up in this movie was the Icelandic Christmas cat yes so she's learning about this tradition where there's just this giant christmas cat that comes down the mountain and eats children who don't get new clothes for christmas can we tell our children
0: that stuff <laughs> i think no, we would terrorize them i'm sorry don't tell any of the social workers <laughs> i would never do that to our children No, they would. it's freak terrifying out. um and so just
1: like the fact that like this is the perfect halloween christmas movie if that was the movie uh but it wasn't um the christmas and then cat christmas. <laughs> the other thing that was awesome was so in japan the favorite food is kfc like a kfc bucket of chicken is the christmas meal but they can't talk about kfc mm-hmm. so they're just like it's fried chicken and then the, the, the woman goes i love the party bucket alluding to kfc and then the props department made this like Colonel's chicken bucket <laughs> for the actual party, <laughs> but it's like purple. But in
0: Japan, it is very specifically KFC. Yeah, but they don't know, get that knockoff Hallmark chicken. Um,
1: but also someone was like, "Oh, fireworks! Is it?" So let's fast forward to the end of the movie. We're having this party. We've got Colonel's chicken. We've got a little Icelandic cat ornament coming down the mountain trying to eat children, and then we go outside and we get a giant fireworks show. And this isn't just like. Baby fireworks.
0: This is real I, giant. I had to hire someone yeah, and get a permit July, for yeah. it.
1: And that's. I think we've talked about fireworks before. Not cheap. That's like a five to ten thousand dollar fireworks show that they put on. And my question is, what is this budget?
0: This is a bougie town, so mm. you You're got. Right. I got the sense. In the in this town, that just by looking at their little pavilion, first of all, their mega gazebo because they had a giant gazebo. They
1: had the gazebiest gazebo I've ever seen. The gazebiest
0: seen. gazebo. So there's that. It, it is it is not some tiny little thing. It is like the whole band, the marching band, could all stand <laughs> inside that gazebo, not just a five piece whatever string quartet. But they had this big pavilion thing that they went to, and that was also really nice. This is a bougie town, and this is a bougie inn. I think so. Well, it's
1: bougie up to a point because they're still doing handwritten
0: ledgers and
1: guest books. That is true. They do not have a computer system <laughs> that is to be no, seen.
0: That's why it's extra bougie because when you can be doing things like that, it's extra quaint. I'm using my
1: $300 fountain pen to bougie.
0: <laughs> right. I, I don't sign you in. I can pay someone to just write things in my ledger. I don't need a computer system. So, yeah, I think it, I do buy that this town would have, if there would be fireworks like that, because I mean, it I seems do, like but, that kind of place.
1: Golly, this party must have been just thousands and thousands of dollars. Anyway, I, I just don't understand. But then the like party
0: this. itself felt like a, one of those culture fairs you have in elementary school, where <laughs> everybody has a table that present on traditions for like a country. I remember like, having to oh, like make plate of and, and bring I, it I made spaghetti <laughs> and look here I am, ha ha, pizza, pizza. You know, and it's like that's. <laughs> and did, I can say your, that because I'm Italian. only
1: have <laughs> Pizza and spaghetti at your
0: <laughs> fair. I actually did the Italian table in my Italian fair. My Italian grandma came in and made pizzelles for everybody. So okay, well that's but and you, I had a little Italian dress for my cousins. So I, you know, but that's what it felt like. Was... I had to make plantains for mine, and I don't like plantains. So we all have traumatic just, uh... memories from our school culture fairs, where we had to do a, pro- a project on a country and present the food. That's what this looked like. There was like little tables each of the countries presenting their little Christmas traditions, including a bucket of chicken for Japan. It was like it had sushi next to a bucket of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with this party around the same time, because people were finding out that the inn was closing. So word got out that it was going to be bought. And and the people in the community suddenly, I guess two days before Christmas, were like, let's go to the inn because it's closing and we need to stay there one more right. time. So, they all are showing up and they're having to figure out like where to put these people. And Paige's solution is to get these glamping tents that they order from like Glamping Tents R Us and the truck this rolls up. This is Dylan's up. solution. This is Dylan's solution. Because so he he's, like, like, becomes I the hero guy. Yeah. And they roll up with the glamping tent truck and they set them all up in the snow. And you have this cute shot of like all the little lit glamping tents in the snow with the little fire pit in the middle of them. And I'm sitting here thinking, Okay. So I have gone to this inn because I'm so sad that it's closing and I want to stay there one more time. And I'm being put in a tent in the snow. (laughs) Why is that the thing that I would want to do? I don't even get to stay in the inn. I have to be freaking cold and be outside in the cold in the snow with freaking coyotes. And we
1: we did a... Pretty intense glamping.
0: And it was cold. It, it was wasn't cold. snowing, but it was cold. Yeah, it was May. <laughs> so it definitely wasn't snowing, but it was very cold.
1: It was very cold because we we're, were in like Idaho when we We were at this. Bear Lake in Idaho. And... I cannot imagine like they and ours was really fancy. It had like a built-in. It was a honeymoon tent. <laughs> <laughs> it had a platform. It had a fire thing and I was a like a tub. This was something that they could not have installed in one day. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that this was up in hours in the snow, in the snow, I was like who is staying in this? This is not Everest Base Camp glamping.
0: As their alternate as to like the reason they're there is to stay in the N1 last time. Like they and they're just in a t- tent in the snow i i would want my money back yeah that's not acceptable what's your last snark
1: my last snark is the love interest between our two leads oh and the utter lack of development of it it was like at the end we have ryan Pavey coming in saying hey i've bought this in but i'm not going to do anything terrible to it i'm actually going to expand it with the ideas your parents had and you're gonna work for me,
0: it's and a I want learn.
1: <laughs> I want to learn everything about you, Paige. I want to know what you eat in the morning. I want to know how you take your
0: eggs. And I, I want to like, know your social security <laughs> and your ability to work in the country. Check yes or no.
1: <laughs> but I need you to fill out your W two.
0: Like, <laughs>
1: like what kind of relationship is? I've bought your parents' property. You're gonna work for me, and let's start dating.
0: Terrible. Ne- not nepotism. Is it? Because <laughs> it's her parents. <laughs> it's not nepotism it's it's not okay (laughs) but it's red flags everywhere oh my gosh yes and
1: just there was so little development of their actual romantic interest so like all of a sudden when they start talking
0: about being together at the end it was like where is this coming from for half the movie or like i don't know it's not half the movie but you know it's like they just rekindled that and, and we're like okay now we're okay with everything which the, so many of these there was no do.
1: almost kiss before this nope. point there was no we had a couple of flirty eyes during one of the baking scenes but there was no talk about relationships until the moment he says i bought your parents property come work for me plus let's start dating right
0: go ahead and have my babies Noah needs a brother or sister <laughs>
1: terrible and i mean noah clearly was on board but Noah also disappears for a large portion of this movie mm-hmm. and it gets explained a few times dylan's says oh um
0: someone will ask him where's noah and dylan will say oh he's back at the end with someone that is also <laughs> a thing in these movies is like people just leaving their kids with strangers at ends that happens that's something we need to start predicting <laughs> in well, our predictions well, They'll just leave his kids with strangers <laughs> at the end um, maybe it's because
1: as like licensed foster parents, we're not allowed to leave our children unattended without right, background know, checks. Background check to <laughs> even look at my it child. Just, it's triggering for <laughs> me. All right. Tara,
0: do you think that this love will last? I do not. I don't either. And it will not last like it will super not last. <laughs> She's going to be like, they're going to actually see what it's like to work together. And she's not going to be down for it. They're going to argue. It's going to end very badly, actually, because she wants her parents in. But he ends up with his company that shipped done sailed. And the only way for her to be connected to the inn is to
1: continue to work for the man that she no longer dates. Right. It's going to be super messy, super terrible. And he's a traveler. Noah and him travel all the time. And I think they're going to get tired of Coyote
0: Creek. Right. And so they're not going to run it the way that she would want to run it. Um. So either he's going to throw her a bone and just sell it to her at the end and just be like, you know, I, I I'm, you can take it. Bye bye. Or she's going to go back to the city and be the probably not the senior manager because her ideas are terrible. She can't be a senior event planner. Here's my future prediction for them.
1: Because they're still wounded from Noah's mom leaving when he was four, they're going to reverse leave. Right. So they will leave Paige <sighs> as a way to like say, ha. F you,
0: mom. They're gonna go get some cigarettes. And then they're down gonna the go hang out home.
1: with Paige's parents, who are also traveling the world.
0: Oh, so everybody's gonna, gonna abandon Paige. So Paige is gonna That's be a there. Dark ending for Paige, <laughs> man. That's Paige and her alternate friends friends and Marvin hanging out. <laughs> new segment. <laughs> All right, so title review. What do you think of the title of this movie? Because I can already tell you what I think the title of the movie should be, (laughs) but I'm going to ask you first. Do you like the title of the movie, Coyote Creek Christmas? I hate the title of this movie. It's so stupid because there's no coyotes. There's no
1: coyotes. It makes me think of Coyote Ugly immediately. And it should have been named what, Tara?
0: Merry Christmas, Charlotte
1: Marmot. (laughs) No, a very Marmot Christmas. (laughs) No, Merry
0: Christmas, Charlotte Marmot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a Very Marmot Christmas was the best title you have ever heard of. A very Marmot with.
0: Christmas. Yes. A Very Marmot Christmas should be the title of this movie.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, terrible title. Definitely needed to have a nod to Marmots
0: and not coyotes. Yeah. Uh
1: what day of the year would you watch this movie?
0: Okay. I have this one on lock. All right. Okay. February 2nd.
1: Whoa. So this is like post-Christmas, post-New
0: Year's. National Marmot Day. (laughs) (laughs) To replace Groundhog's Day with National Marmot Day in the state of Alaska. I looked it up. (laughs) So I would watch this. That would be the perfect viewing day for this movie. Um, Yes. Marmot Day is celebrated on February 2nd replacing Groundhog Day with a holiday honoring Alaska's marmots. This is actually not National Marmot Day. It's just Marmot Day, and this is
1: Colorado, so that would be a nod that, where this movie takes place. So we need to find when Colorado wants to acknowledge marmots' existence. Also, February second, they need to go ahead and just petition just go the ahead governor. And do it. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so then they can play this movie as they celebrate a new holiday,
0: right? And it could be okay. like the you know, like everybody you watch like Rudolph at Christmas, you watch Coyote Creek Christmas on Marmot Day <laughs> in Colorado and Alaska.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have high hopes for tomorrow's. The uh, Christmas sale movie. So this needed tonight's Coyote Creek Christmas needed to be a double header on Halloween because I wish that a different <laughs> movie had happened on the one night that I can actually watch movies. Right?
0: Yeah, I don't <laughs> think either of us were particularly like this is a Christmassy movie that we would want a Christmas with on Christmas. Yeah. It's, no, it, it does not. It's not a December slot. It's not a Thanksgiving week slot. It's definitely in the right place in the for- forgettable Halloween weekend.
1: Yeah, it uh, yeah, forgettable Halloween weekend for Christmas, the right spot. And again, I love these actors. I just don't think that they were compatible with each other. The marmots and the lesbians were the only things that saved this movie. Yeah. And if it had just been about marmots and lesbians, then this should have been on Christmas. Could Eve. it be about lesbian marmots?
0: Can we get that movie? <laughs> that's, Charlotte, a, that's a really I niche Charlotte, market. Charlotte the marmot is a lesbian marmot. <laughs> I would watch that. It's a cartoon though.
1: So this is like a Saturday morning hallmark cartoon?
0: No, it's a it's <laughs> like a cartoon movie like Rudolph that you watch on Marmot Day. <laughs> it's a tradition. It's a time honored family tradition.
1: Okay. I look forward to seeing if that gets produced.
0: Someone please make this.
1: <laughs> um on that note, let's wrap this up with our sparks and snarks totals.
0: All right. So snarks, no, sparks two two if that really one and a half i like, mean
1: I, I would say two just because i, I did like charlotte i did like no because like of the Quir- lesbians yeah it's like it the one and a half gets bumped
0: because of marmots and, and lesbians and then snarks four with an extra snark also for the marmots so you know when austin does his little like on the blurb for the podcast he puts little sharks and little little hearts. Those are my emojis that I use to, for our rating system. So say them, uh, you need to find three sharks, but you need to find a marmot emoji I'm for that try fourth and find one. Because that fourth one really comes from the marmot. I'm wondering if there's like a groundhog one that I can pass off as a
1: marmot. <laughs> Just so like do you Alaska. agree? Do
0: you think it's two and four? Or I think you, it's mm-hmm. definitely two and four
1: and it gets bumped to four because of the marmots. Yeah. Oh, across the board. Across mm-hmm. the board.
0: Love a marmot. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been Coyote Creek Christmas. Um, you, you can tell how we felt about this one, but you know, the Christmas season is amping up and now that we've gotten over the Halloween weekend hump, it is time to focus on, well, I was going to say focus on one holiday at a time, but we still have Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving is really just pre-Christmas. So it is, I was thinking about this today. Christmas I would season. like to share my thoughts on this real quick.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is the new Christmas Eve. Ooh, Christmas Eve is the new Christmas and Christmas day is New Year's
0: disagree but you know what i love you so i support you in your Do you at
1: least su- support theory? my christmas eve is thanksgiving because yeah, that's... christmas
0: is a season christmas is not a day christmas is a two-month long season and thanksgiving is not even the beginning of that season <laughs> thanksgiving is just the point where we can officially start playing the christmas carols without feeling judged right so, you know, there's going to be a lot of forgettableness probably in early November, but it will, it'll, well, maybe not because those are sometimes the movies These that are ready to roll I think that this upcoming weekend, week three, we're going to start, I'm I'm actually really excited about this coming week. Cross our fingers that we've got something better coming up because this, well, okay, this weekend is going to be. I need to
1: plug it right now. There are two movies I'm super excited about coming up this weekend.
0: We have
1: uh, Mrs. Miracle which is a series and that's that, on movies and mysteries that's though. on movies and mysteries and normally i don't care about movies and mysteries but we will be watching that but mrs miracle is like one of my favorite cheesy christmas movies yep um and then we have our jedi slash time oh, travel Oh yeah, the time <laughs> travel train movie that has uh the guy from back to the future mm-hmm, christopher lloyd thank you christopher lloyd so it's like a time traveling mover with
0: christopher lloyd uh yeah is it bad that i just think of him as the guy from camp nowhere because <laughs> he was it's like- not bad it's just not the main reference <laughs> that's my man i am not seen back to the future so oh goodness
1: <gasps> all right if we would love it if you subscribe leave us a review it helps other people find our podcast we are so excited about this season until next week i've been tara i've been austin merry christmas and happy holidays